Welcome wrestling fans to the PW Fan. The PW Fan is pro wrestling podcast created by fans for the fans. Thank you for joining us. This is episode 72. I'm your host, the architect of pro wrestling podcast, Funko Pop Collector, Booker Andy. Booker Andy with the intro. And I am also your host, the No Selling Wrestling Indie Fan and Football Lover, Jeremy. So, if you all didn't realize, based off that intro, uh, who we usually start with Tim. Tim is not here this week. Tim's household is sick, so he's kind of being their caretaker this week. Unfortunately, Tim, if you're listening, you're next to get... So, uh, <laughs> it's just a matter of time. Flu's going all right, around. All right, Goldberg. Yeah. Calm down. Um... So, this week we will be discussing a very good uh, promo segment between Cody Rhodes and Paul Heyman. We have brand new AEW Tag Team Champions. And uh, I wanted to end the show this week with me and Jeremy giving our predictions for Elimination Chamber. Um, Before we get started, though... Uh, guys and girls, please uh, go to YouTube.com and search the PW Fan, where, where you'll find our full catalog of episodes from last year and everything released so far this year. Help us get to 100 subscribers so we can uh, make an official YouTube URL. Also, we have merch. Our shirts are available now at ProWrestlingTees.com backslash the PW Fan. We have five shirt designs total, three different PW Fan logo shirts, and two Booker Andy shirts. Go check those out. Uh, some of the coolest wrestling shirts out. I guarantee it. <laughs> um, so, as Tim would say, Andy, let's get started. Uh, so, uh, it's you. Yeah, but it's me. Um, so, <laughs> as always, we start with Raw. Raw opened up this week with uh, Edge and Beth Phoenix. They opened up the show. Um... And we got to see a recap of the Judgment Day uh, versus them at Extreme Rules and the ending to that when they were threatening to hurt Beth Phoenix. And Edge had to say, I quit. Um, And then we got to see Edge's return during the Men's World Rumble match where he he took out uh, basically every member minus Rhea of the Judgment Day. But I think Beth then ended up coming out during that and uh, taking out Rhea. Yeah, mistaken. at the end there, on the, like the entrance yeah. area. Um, so of course, uh, their promo gets cut off by the Judgment Day, who uh, come out and um, the segment basically it laid out the challenge from Edge and Beth Phoenix to a mixed tag match at Elimination Chamber with Edge and Beth versus Rhea and Finn Balor, uh, which they accepted. And then uh, the Judgment Day began to circle the ring to uh, attack them. But out came uh, the Street Profits uh, to help out. And this set up an Elimination Chamber qualifier for the United States Championship. Uh, Angelo Dawkins versus Damian Priest. Damian Priest ended up winning and is now uh, part of the upcoming Elimination Chamber match. Which, I mean, based off the match that happened later, would it probably worked out best that way to have Angelo not in based on who's coming later in. Yeah. Uh, right. We then yeah, had the, a, the, the title match at the Elimination Chamber is the US title, right? So, yeah, there's two chambers. One's a number one contender yeah. for Bianca Belair's Raw Women's title at oh, WrestleMania. Right. And then the other is, yes, it's four, because Austin Theory's in the match. 
Yeah, right, right. Okay. So it's for the United States, which is probably the first time they've done that for um yeah, for the secondary. Like a secondary. Yeah. Yeah. Um then we had a Brock Lesnar segment, which I, I almost forgot about like a part of it, but he kept talking about how he, <laughs> can't sleep at night because he keeps thinking about Bobby Lashley and he can't do this. He can't do that. And he was talking about sleeping with Sable. And then he's like, afterwards, I can't sleep at night because he keeps thinking about Bobby Lashley. Not be, not during his, uh, sex with, with Sable. Brock, Brock with a mic. You never know what you're going to get. Correct. Yeah. It's wild. Um, but the whole point of him coming out was he pulled out from his jacket. He had a contract for a match against Bobby Lashley at Elimination Chamber, and he wanted Bobby to sign it. Bobby Lashley comes out and, uh, well, for one, he boops Brock on the nose. He boops him like he would a, <laughs> like he would a dog. Um, I mean, most likely it's going to happen, but Bobby said he would talk to his people, basically, and uh, get back to him and... Brock ended up grabbing him before he left the ring, F5'd him, and the crowd was chanting one more time. So I don't know if that was planned, but he ended up doing yeah. a second F5 to him. Didn't you? I thought this match was going to be like they save at least for WrestleMania because it seems like like Elimination Chamber doesn't seem like a pair of you Brock would be on unless it's a title match. I mean, what? This would be like the second time they've wrestled one on one? Yeah. Right? At least in like so, right? a year, but yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm over the feud, but yeah, it kind of. I don't know. It doesn't have that feeling anymore. I can't complain though. I mean, AEW does feuds forever, especially when Chris Jericho's <laughs> involved. It yeah. goes on forever. Um, Jericho and the uh, BCC are like a never-ending feud for two years right now. Yeah. Um. So I didn't mention the match that happened. It was Baron Corbin versus Johnny Gargano. Or versus, sorry, Dexter Loomis, Johnny Gargano was out there. Uh, but yeah. Dexter Loomis ended up winning, and JBL's backstage with Baron Corbin, and I don't know if any of y'all saw headlines, but Triple H is just over Baron, Baron Corbin. <laughs> this is like, okay, I, I was thinking about it. Like, how many gimmicks has he had that, like, just haven't worked? Okay, he was, like, the lone wolf. Yeah. That was, like, his original long-haired like, that, was, that was probably the best one, I think. Probably. Uh, then it was the general manager, I believe. Awful. Then he came back and he became king of the ring. Yeah, also terrible. So that's three. Then after king of the ring, um, he won money, but he became bum. No, or he lost it all. Yeah, he lost all. Of it. He didn't win any money. He just his money he already had lost it all. That's when he was like sad Corbin, right? So then he became bum Corbin. Yeah, <laughs> that's or, right. Uh, or Mac- Pat McAfee, bum ass Corbin. Yeah, <laughs> then he got all of his money back and he became Happy Corbin. That's right. Because he won money in Vegas. So then he was Happy Corbin for a while. And then he ended up, that's when he was with Mad Cat Moss. And Mad Cat Moss like beat him. And you yeah. kind of didn't see Corbin for a while. And then Corbin comes back and he's like the future god of professional wrestling, right? <laughs> so that's six gimmicks. Six. Yeah, and this one's with JBL. Would it would any of his final gimmick have done better if JBL wasn't the person? I don't know. JBL was the mouthpiece for him. Yeah, JBL definitely didn't help. I don't think. Like, it doesn't seem like he added much to it, other than his baggy pants. Yeah, 
I don't know what else, what, he, what else he could do. And also, just, Corbin seemed better on his own on the mic. Yeah, it's just... Well, dude, oh, God, I almost forgot. Do you remember when he was feeding with Roman and making him eat dog food? Yeah. Dude, like, oh, <laughs> awful. That was some that of the was, worst stuff. Yeah, horrible times right there. Um, So, I don't know. It seems, seems like... I mean, I read Triple H is just, like, over it. Just like, what do you yeah, do? I don't, you give him so yeah. many gimmicks. I mean, if Vince was there, he'd probably still find a way. He's like, just big guy. <laughs> yeah. The Triple H is like, dude, I know you were in NXT with me, but I can't do anything. I tried. <laughs> I tried with you. Yeah. That's uh, why I'm saying, like, his lone wolf thing was probably the best. Like, he was, you know, that was before he was completely bald. Well, that's when he won a actually, or when he won money in the bank and then lost the cash in. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, he was actually, like, kind of intimidating, I guess, when it came out at first. He also won the Andre the Giant Battle really... Royal. Yeah. Like, on his, like, debut, basically. Yeah, and, like, yeah, main, main roster. Main roster. So, yeah. Um, I don't know what you do. <laughs> I don't like any of his gimmicks. The, uh, everyone I mean, online uh, was like, the bum Corbin was the best Corbin. Like, because <laughs> yeah. you, you yeah, had funny I, stuff backstage, like Kevin Owens and like was backstage yeah. doing some funny stuff with him. I don't know. That was funny. But I think the only thing good about him was his finisher. Cause I thought that was a pretty cool finisher. End of days is a good finisher. Yeah. Yeah. And no one That's about it. ever kicked out of it except for eventually someone did. I don't remember. Yeah. Either. And then everyone does that. It's probably Roman. I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> probably is. I mean, they had the guy, like, be Kurt Angle's last match. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it was WrestleMania. <laughs> I mean... That was awful. See, even you were like, oh, yeah, that's right. It's it's forgotten runs, man. Forgotten yeah. runs. You had a match yeah, with Cena, everyone... and I think Cena basically was like, this is not the guy. <laughs> He's like, you're not that guy, pal. Yeah. And then it wasn't long after that, like, he, like, lost the money in the bank. Like, cash. Yeah, that's right. He immediately went down. <laughs> so, I don't know. I mean, yeah, yeah. There's not much more you can add yeah. to it. It just is what it yeah. is. Some gimmicks, some guys just don't work out, you know. Yeah, I I don't have no idea what he would do if he got released from WWE. Like, I don't think anyone would take him though. <laughs> like, you know, he's not like gonna go to AEW then all of a sudden. Yeah, do you better. have to do something like Matt Cardona did and just like get the fuck over on your yeah. own on the indies, or like Cody did, yeah. you know, something. Um, but definitely don't grow that hair back out because his uh, hairline's terrible. Oh, it was like it's and like it in the thin. it's like a rat tail now. <laughs> uh, so we we had an elimination chamber qualifier for Bianca Belair's uh, number one contendership for Bianca's title. Uh, it was Carmella versus Piper Niven versus Mia Yim versus Candice LeRae. Winner was Carmella, which I did not see coming. But it kind of seems like she's back to her like moonwalking. NXT yeah. gimmick with Enzo and Cass, doesn't it? A little bit. At least the way she's yeah. dressing. It seemed, yeah, because that's like kind of the best version, I think, of Carmella. When I, I think, think that's what they like, were bagging on, like when she was yeah. bringing it back. Like, yeah, because I mean, it seemed like she could actually wrestle back then, even though I know she was. I don't think not... she can. I don't think she still can. I know, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it made it seem like it at least. Well, move after that, we had a. Uh, Another women's match, and it was Chelsea Green versus Asuka. I love what they're doing with Chelsea Green. 
Yeah. I, I told you guys that she was being brought in as like a Karen gimmick, and Karen. she is. She's like, I want to talk to your HR, and <laughs> she, was on both shows. she was on both shows this week. She was on Raw and SmackDown this week. Yeah. Uh, but this week, she was to wrestle Asuka on Raw, and she kind of took it to Asuka in the beginning, called Asuka off guard. Yeah. And she was like, actually, you know, doing some, you know, pretty decent wrestling, and then Asuka just fucking took it to her. And I mean, well, first of all, a bunch of the girls from the, I don't know if they were all from the Elimination Chamber, but maybe it was just some of the girls backstage. But they were surrounding the ring, and like before the match, like Chelsea was talking shit to all of them, or it was like <laughs> while Asuka was hurt or whatever. Um, I believe it was the Elimination Chamber people. She was trying to like find a way to get into the match. I don't know. But Oscar yeah. <clears throat> ended up dominating. I love Oscar's. I think her gimmick oh, yeah. was called Kana. Kana in K A N A. That was like her name. And in... yeah, I was gonna say this is like the best version of Oscar. Like I feel like Triple H is changing a lot of different versions right now of people, and I feel like Oscar. This one's clicking, like, man. I like it. it. Her, she might have the coolest face paint out there right now. Yeah, people that wear face paint. Besides, like and she comes in, just kills them, or whatever. Like I mean, yeah. yeah. At least in WWE, she has like. I'm trying to think who else wears face paint, but I can't think of anyone. I really can't. Can you think yeah. of anyone that wears face paint now? Wears face paint? No. I mean, I was gonna say Finn, but he doesn't do that demon anymore. No. Yeah, yeah so there's, 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 no one. there's no one. She's the only one in WWE. <laughs> at least on the main roster. I'm trying to think of people in NXT, but uh, I have no idea. NXT. So Oscar won that match. Uh, let's talk about though this Cody Rhodes and Paul Heyman. Segment. This was great. You know why it was great, Jeremy? Because it was real. Because Cody cried again. Cody cried again, but he also broke. He broke Paul Heyman. He did, yeah. <laughs> Fucking broke Paul Heyman. And I'm sure they talked about what was going to be said, but what they talked about what things that actually happened. You can find footage of Dusty yeah. going back to ECW and having that match they were talking about and... You can find Cody talking to, I forget, what's the guy's name that he mentioned in the promo? Um, Steve. You can find a video of that guy, Steve, from yeah, he, when Cody was on ROH or on the Independence, yeah. right? I think I he saw He basically it. did that promo to him. Yeah. Uh, it was, yeah, I mean, I guess because, what, was he like the heel in the match trying to talk shit to Dusty Rhodes? Yeah. yeah. Steve, yeah, Steve something. But, um, yeah, I mean, it. It, it was awesome. Uh, it was like real at first, um, and they were talking. I'm trying to. I mean, there was so much that was talked about, but you know, they talked about pulling the current back. They were like, "Why don't we pull it back all yeah. the way?" So Cody, I like talk- how Cody did that. Yeah. So Cody talked about uh, how Paul Heyman had reached out to Dusty to do a show in ECW around the time that you know Dusty was really doing just car commercials just to keep his car. Mm-hmm. Um, and how Paul was basically there for him, and you know Paul a good had a good relationship with Dusty, and they talked about that, and then Paul kind of started to, you know, turn on Cody, and you know, didn't he mention how, um, why did Dusty never train him? Yeah, that was a good line when he was like. Going through all the people that Dusty trained in NXT. He's like, but he didn't train you. Yeah. He's like, train Roman. More than the, the final one he said it was, yeah, it was Roman Reigns. Um, he, he 
you know, he trained him to become the best, you know, superstar of all time. And then he said, you know, in some of his fi- in his final conversation he had with Dusty, he said Dusty said that he said Roman was the son he wished he had. And then Cody gets in Paul's face and he says, uh, he's like, I'm just trying to get a championship, and everyone wants to make this personal. Yeah, <laughs> right. Um. You know, and it, it, there's so much more that was said. Like, you really just have to watch it to get a true feel of it if you didn't already see it. I can't really do it justice, but... Yeah. Best promo by Cody since he's been back. Oh, yeah. Back in that WWE was... total, not just from the Rumble. Oh, yeah. Because this one, the one, the last week one, was basically his debut promo again. Just in a different version. And then this one was, uh, this is the part of Cody that I love when he does promos. It's like the realness and actually brings in real stories like that. Even though it's like 90% of the time it's about his dad. <laughs> but it's always about I his still dad. love it. And sometimes yeah. it can't be because crying. the crowd will just start chanting Dusty. Yeah, especially in a WD crowd because that's what they promote. You got to bring my dad into this. Like, I wasn't even going to mention him, but then <laughs> yeah. you guys are just chanting Dusty. Um, yeah, that, yeah, that line when he was like, "I'm just trying to win a wrestling championship, guys," which is so funny. He's like, "Everyone wants to make it personal." <laughs> yeah. So it was, it was very good. I kind of wish Tim was here to talk about it because um, I know he would have a whole know, backstory. He, on this. He's all about that realness, and you know, I think I think I even read like Corny was like, "You know why this promo was fucking good? Because it was real." Yeah, you know, and you know, I think we've always said, you know, scripted promos aren't as good as, you know, when shit is real. It's not like they're trying yeah. to remember lines; they're literally remembering their memories, and it's just and the feelings involved, and um, it's totally different. Yeah. So, and then Cody was young, probably living at home at that point when he did the ECW show. You know, trying his dad trying to keep a roof over his head, and his parents being poor. So it was very yeah. good. It was, it was the best part of, of Raw, in my opinion. Um, yeah, I thought so Well, speaking up of, up of, uh, give, speaking of giving up on people, we had an Elimination Chamber qualifier, Elias versus Montez, Montez Ford. Montez Ford won's, won. I don't know what they're doing with Elias anymore. Elias said Ezekiel's still in a coma, by the way. He did say that. He said, Eli- he said Ezekiel's still in a coma. Uh, online, he said something like that or something, or in an interview. Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I love it. Um, but this is why I was saying it was good that Damian Priest won because Montez Ford ended up winning. And, you know, I don't know if this is the tease. Um, you know, if anyone's going to break out of the team of Street Profits, it'll be Montez Ford. But, oh, yeah. Definitely. Are they putting Montez Ford because of that kind of thing or. Just to put him in there, and he's gonna frog splash off that fucking. Oh, uh, like a hundred percent. He's already playing he's that. Frog splash off of the. I want to say cage, but it's pod. Off the pod. Pods, yes. Um, off those then, nice cushy pods. Now they're not like steel like they used to be. And you know, the last person that I mean that I can remember was that frog splashed off of it was Rob Van Dam in the first one, but the roof, yeah. the ceiling of it. I want to say roof, but. Was is too low to the pods, and they've raised it up 
pass and that's yeah because yeah, they used to have like scrunched down when they when like rvd got up there yeah because of that rvd ended up like his knee ended up landing on like triple h's throat yeah because like, right. he was basically you could he could touch it even in crouching position like he could touch it yeah and now they've extended it and then sloped it up uh yeah. so he'll probably do it i'm just wondering to i'm wondering about who he'll do it to but yeah someone's gonna go through that plexiglass too it doesn't look as good as like what it used to do, but it's still it's still pretty cool when they do that. I remember it used to like actually break into like a couple pieces. Now it's just like the yeah. whole plexiglass now just, yeah. <laughs> just folds in on itself. <laughs> um and then uh the main event of Raw was Bailey versus Becky Lynch Steel Cage. They finally got to it. Um and it makes me wonder though, <laughs> if they had done it before, would the ending still be the yeah. same? I thought the same thing too. Or would they? She get involved some other way. So, uh, <clears throat> thought it was a good match uh, for Seal Cage match, uh, but at the end, you know, Damage Control's out there, EO and Dakota, and I was not expecting this at all. I was surprised. Uh, Lita's yeah. music hits, and she comes out and helps Becky get the win. Uh, and so you have Becky uh, standing tall with Lita in the ring. Uh, last time we saw Lita, she was facing Becky, I believe, in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, I before think so. Mania last year. Yeah, they had a Saudi pay per view before Mania last year. Yeah, because it was like almost back to back. Yeah, it was only a couple weeks in between. Um, yeah, I, you know what's funny watching like the other cage matches, like in like AW or somewhere else, and now it's like I realize. I don't understand why they can escape cages in WWE now. You shouldn't. You shouldn't yeah, I just like it's after watching it from it. other ones. It's a, well, Tim's yeah. Tim's always said Tim was here right now because we brought up steel cage matches here before. Steel yeah. cages are made to keep you in, <laughs> right. to not let you escape. It's strictly a WWE thing. Of, to escape. Yeah, like even on indies, I'm pretty sure it's like. Just yeah, they there. don't escape it. Yeah, they don't yeah. climb it. Maybe I mean maybe they climb it to do a move up, but that they don't try to escape. Yeah. It's a pinfall or submission match. Yeah, which is funny because like I grew up watching WWE, and I was just like, that's how that's the first cage match I saw, which was like someone escaping. Mm-hmm. And now like wa- watching the other promotions and everyone else, I'm like, that makes so much more sense. <laughs> like, why yeah. would you escape it? Yeah, I mean, you might as well have you know fucking Hell in a Cell or whatever. I mean, that's more like <laughs> right. get out of the ring, give you some you know extra room. Yeah. Um, so yes, Be- Lita has returned. We'll see what happens tonight on Raw, but there's a rumored match for Elimination Chamber, and we'll get to that. That involves Lita and Becky Lynch, but um, it's at the end of my notes. If you didn't read all the way through, Jeremy, but yes, I that. <laughs> yeah, but so I, we'll we'll find out tonight. Unfortunately, we won't be able to talk about it because I mean we'll be able to talk about it before. We get to Elimination Chamber next week when we're talking yeah. about the pay per view itself, but yeah, but you know what I mean. Yeah, that that's <laughs> that's kind of why I have the predictions on this week because it is this Saturday. Yeah. Um, so let's get into Dynamite. Dynamite opened up with um, Takeshka versus MJF. Were they already in the ring when the show opened? Uh, I think. Takeshka was, and then MJF of course, came out. Of course, they're going to have an entrance for, for the <laughs> camp. Um, or no, I think both of them actually did come out. Never mind. Yeah. 
So, yeah, so last week, you know, there's been some... Well, Takeshka was supposed to be one of the people that Brian Danielson had to beat, correct? He was, like, the first. Yeah, he was... Yeah, the first one. Yeah, because they had a amazing match. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Takeshka's not a heel, and MJF wasn't very happy about that, so... Fantastic match. It was like a 20-minute match. MJF did some stuff I didn't know that he could do. I don't think anyone oh knew that he could do that. So, yeah, it was the... I mean, I think the big one it was the clothesline off the top rope. It was like a clothesline from hell that MJF did a backflip and landed on his Perfect feet backflip. like he's fucking ricochet. <laughs> <laughs> like, he was unfazed. Um, and then he super kicks him. And then they go back and forth, and I'm like, what? This is not an MJF match that I expected at all. Like, MJF used the referee to, uh, you know, stop uh, Takeshka from, you know, beating on him. Um, he yeah. targeted his left arm. I've heard that Conan was not a fan of this. Takeshka, <laughs> they were in El Paso, and Takeshka did the, uh, the Eddie Guerrero, like, shimmy, and then did a frog splash. And yeah. Conan was not a fan, apparently, on his podcast. He said, you're not Mexican. <laughs> you shouldn't be doing it. It's like, fuck. I don't know about that. He's, he was, he's a good guy. He was trying to do something. Like, yeah, he's a fan him. of Eddie. The crowd popped. They weren't, you know, yeah. mad about it. You know. There's no way that, um, like, you ever see, like, Takesha's, like, Twitter or anything like that? Like, he is, like, the so. nicest person ever. There's no he way he is like, mean. Yeah, El Paso was Eddie Guerrero's hometown. Like, yeah, um, yeah. So we talked about that backflip um, that MJF. Um, I don't remember how he beat him. Did he beat him with an armbar? Because he was working that left arm. But yeah, he eventually did that. He did yeah. it, okay. Um, so yeah, very good match. MJF came out on top. It was supposed to be, I guess, like more of like a payback. Kind of thing for not getting the job done. Um, to yeah. Brian Danielson. But afterwards, MJF goes to attack uh, Takesha. He has the ring, I believe, and starts trying to bust him open. And Brian Danielson. He does bust him open, too. He does, yeah. Uh, Brian Danielson comes out for the save, and MJF runs away. Uh, we had a weird. It's, it just wasn't good. Backstage segment with Soraya and. Terminate. Oh, I thought you were going to go to the MJF one. I was like, oh, I thought uh, that was pretty good. I, I, I think that was after this. I got, yeah. I might have gotten the order messed up. Because I, I don't think it was immediately no, I think after you're right. That. Uh, no, you're but right, Sarah yeah. Antonio Storm, like, this girl, Leva Bates, maybe she's yeah, on Dark. I don't, I can't remember. Oh, is that, is that the librarian? Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know if she still does anymore, but that's how I know her. Yeah. Yeah, with, um... Oh God! What? what the yeah, I forget the name? guy's name too. <laughs> pretty, some, like Pretty Peter or something. Something Peter. I for, yeah, P, uh, Peter Avalon. Peter Avalon. Pretty Peter Avalon. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was like they were on like the first dynamite ever. I remember. Yeah, they were like one of the first people signed. I think like mm -hmm. in that group. And they don't do anything. <laughs> they don't do anything <laughs> with that group. Um. <laughs> So yeah, Saray and Tony Storm, they, they attack her and they 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 were calling them losers and spray paint an L <laughs> on the front they, and back. They did this of, last of week her. though. Did they? they? No, I don't think they so. They did something like this. 
They attacked. I thought they attacked Britt Baker backstage or something, but they attacked someone else and then spray painted them again. And I was outside, like, I think it was on, outside the ring, that wasn't it. You know, I think it was on Rampage. And we didn't talk why. about Rampage last yeah. week. Well, we're not talking about Rampage this week, guys. <laughs> yeah, fucking nothing. Um, <laughs> it's one hour of nothing. Yeah, I mean, it, it was not a good... I can't take their heel seriously. Especially Tony Storm. Yeah. Like, It came out of nowhere, too, and there was no reason behind it. So it's kind of like... Soraya says baby like, girl way too much. Yeah. She calls everyone baby says, girl way too much. Babe, baby girl and this is my house is like the only two things that I hear her say. Yeah. It was, I mean, it, it was like a... I don't know if it's because this is like a Turner broadcast. I mean, it was shades of NWO and WCW in 1996 yeah. like the spray yeah, paint on people it wasn't <laughs> they're like bring that back to our television uh yeah we had a weird backstage promo with mjf that made people apparently even call the police yeah hundreds <laughs> of calls apparently <laughs> so MJF, basically i mean the, the the meat of the story of the promo was that I mean, his point was that he's not he he'll do anything to like, yeah, to survive to save himself. She's basically saying he was driving his blue Camaro, and you can find a picture out there of a young MJF with his blue Camaro. He posted it, and his his uh, girlfriend Liv, as he called her, he called her Liv. People thought it was Liv Morgan. It was not Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan yeah. met MJF for the first time ever. Um, at that party and also like how he described what happened I'm like that would not be her so he was basically he literally did the hand motion of getting road dome I don't know what's better to say online Uh, that's fine just say that (laughs) doing a little um, (laughs) as MJF did the whole hand motion with the tongue and the cheek and yeah, you said. Uh, did you say he had some some of the drink too? He was coming home from like a homecoming, or he was going to somewhere. And yeah, and then he said, "Let's go for a drive." And he crashed the car. He crashed the car, and when he woke up, he saw the girl was knocked out, and he switched seats with her like a gentleman. Yeah, as he heard the sirens coming, and he didn't get in trouble, and that's apparently what made people call the police. <laughs> Like, yo, it's a wrestling. Like, I felt like like all of you are that guy that's like, it's still real to me. Damn it! Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're sending it home. They're like, wait a minute. Maybe he did crash his Camaro, but did he actually switch? I mean, I don't know. Also, yeah. it was so long ago. If it was true, there's no evidence. Yeah, it's long gone. So, that's, yeah, it cracks me up when I saw it. And MJF, like, I think tweeted about that too. And he said, like, he called people, like, fucking idiots or something like that. Yeah. Was just, they like, are. <laughs> Everyone that called yeah. is. If you listen to this yeah. and you're one of the callers. Well, hopefully it wasn't a kid. All right, let's not do that. <laughs> um, I mean, I can totally see kids doing it, like, calling the police. Yeah, I can see kids doing that. They're like, Probably cause they, he did something wrong. And they're like, I hate MJF. I'm going to get him a truck. <laughs> yeah. Um, then we had the... Uh, Okay, so last week, yeah, we talked about the Garcia Guevara gauntlet, right? Gauntlet match that made no sense. We talked about the rules, though, right? Yeah. So this week they had it. 
Yeah. And Ricky Starks versus the Jericho Appreciation Society, Garcia Guevara Gauntlet. Starks defeated Parker and Menard, and then uh, he had to face Garcia, so no Guevara. And during the match, a guy in a mask comes out and hits Starks with a juice effect, and uh, Garcia gets the win. Jericho. And the guy takes the mask off, and it's Jericho. Jericho's done this countless times. He's done it with, I believe, Bandito's mask. Or not Bandito. One of the guys that has... Forget his name, but he he's on the roster. He's been there a while. Uh, it's it's kind of a pointed. Oh. you know what I'm talking about. I should forget his name. Yeah, I forget his name too. He's on Dark a lot. Yeah, he's never on on main television. But he did it did with Fregor's match, I think maybe mask. Yeah, he did with Penta's mask at a pay per view. Well, at all yeah, out all uh in and the face paint too. And the face paint, yeah. Did I see what? Did though? you see on? On Jericho, uh, he posted about that, and he said he sat down 10 minutes before the show started in that seat. Yes, I saw the picture of him. He's like, I sat there the whole time. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, th- to be like the he... person near him, like, you're like, oh, I'm <laughs> you have no idea. The match. And then he just gets up, and you're like, what the <laughs> fuck is he doing, dude? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that, so, I know this feud isn't over, even though he lost... They're going to find a way for start Again, like I said, if Chris Jericho's involved, the feuds are never ending. At least six months. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it has to go for. I mean, there's there's time in between pay-per-views when it comes to AEW. They'll milk that sucker till the next Oh, movie, yeah. Till Revolution. But it's kind of like, if they, like, this is why I like their big roster, but they don't use it this way. Like, if you have this much time between, like, use other people in between if you don't need to have them on every single Wednesday. Because then it's like, oh, maybe you don't have Jericho or Starks every single Wednesday. Then it makes it fresher. But they don't. They should. They should give everyone a little bit of time and then let the fans find out who they like, you know, week to week. Yeah. But, I mean, if you you force people on every single week. Like, I feel like, I feel like in WWE, as we're watching, like, I see, I see a lot of the same people, but I also see, you know, people, they do, they've been doing a lot of, like, you know, like, four ways and tournaments and stuff lately, um, yeah. but you still see them. I don't watch main event. I know AJ's hurt, and the OC has been wrestling on there, but I feel like uh, the yeah. OC will be tied with a storyline that AJ's in, and if AJ's not there... At yeah, least right they're now, kinda like, they're like uh, they fall down. Yeah. Their leader's gone. It's like okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, look, I love the impractical jokers, but this segment was fucking. This is uh, never good when they when any company does anything like this. This was bad, and I'll mention I it it culminated to rampage, but I I'll talk about both things this and what happened on rampage with them because that part was the worst part. Yeah. All right. I um, love the Impractical Jokers. All right. I've watched. I think every episode. I have a their recorded, show is funny. I have it recorded week after week. I listen to Sal Volcano's podcast, Taste Buds, and uh, Hey Babe with Chris Stefano. Sal wasn't there though. It was just Q and Murr. Um, but so last season, Chris Jericho, I believe he was the first guest of the season. If not, he was like in the first three. Uh, he was the guest because Joe Gatto is not there anymore, so every episode has a new celebrity guest. Yeah. And Jericho was one of them. Um, and so they were backstage, and they were like, oh, you know, Q's had his 
Jericho was part of Q's punishment, so they kind of wanted to get back at him. They have Floyd, his bat, and so basically call him out for Rampage. And when it comes to Rampage time, they are out there <laughs> with a the bat, and Jericho's on commentary, and they're talking about how tiny his bat is. And it's such a <laughs> small bat, and everyone's chanting, tiny bat. And, uh, yeah. He said, I'm not going to take it from you. He's like, they are. And the JS comes out. And God, it was the worst. It was like slow motion, this table spot. They beat oh, up yeah. Q and Murr, and they put Q on the table, and they pick up Murr. And Murr's glasses fall off, and he's grabbing him, and he's holding him in his hand while he's getting him beat up until Garcia finally <laughs> does something and takes him and puts him on. So it doesn't look silly that this guy's getting beat up. He's yeah. like, oh, not my glasses. Like, <laughs> um, And they pick up Murr and they, it's like a slow, like they power bombed him on the cube, but that table like broke so slowly. You know, it, it wasn't did, like yeah, a cause it, it didn't like throw. It wasn't like a throw. It was, it was like kind of like, I'm going to lay you down. It's like the <laughs> air deflating out of a balloon. Yeah. Because like, like, if I was ever on like one of those spots and I'm like I'm the celebrity on there, I'm like just throw me through it because I want to like if you're gonna do it, then let's do it. And I I get why they do it. I mean, their their shows on TBS. Um, not yeah. to mention Sal, Murr, and Q, and maybe even Joe are all wrestling fans. I've seen them yeah. front row when they're in like certain New York shows and WWE. Oh yeah, I've seen that. Team yeah, yeah. Row and AEW. I mean, they they are actual fans. It's not. I mean, so you could kind of tell backstage in the backstage segment that Murr was kind of like cheesing. Like he was kind of like because <laughs> someone came up to him. I forget. I forget who did. Uh, but um, you could tell he yeah, was. Yeah, like, he, he was excited about it. Yeah, he was excited to be there. Um, so that was just a, it was just bad. Love and practical jokers, but this was not good. Yeah. Um, no more power bombs. So, Brian Danielson had to go through yet another one of MJF's uh, opponents to get to him for this. It's an Iron Man match, right? Yeah, one hour Iron Man match. When's it going to happen? Is it Revolution? Revolutions. It's Revolution. Is? It's not too far away. I think it's about three weeks because it's in March. March 5th, Sunday. Yeah. So, what, three weeks? Four weeks. Three weeks. Four weeks. Four weeks? Four weeks. It's February 13th right now. Four weeks. One, two. Three <laughs> weeks. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, February is a short month. Um, so Brian Danielson <laughs> versus Roosh. Uh, what do you think of this match? Brian Danielson got bloody. Um... And Brian Danielson ended up winning because, of course, he has to. I thought it was a good match. Yeah. Uh, MJF came out and attacked. It was a very good match, actually. Um, really good. MJF, I believe, was on commentary. He, yeah, he was. Right. Yeah, because yeah. I'm reading here. He offered Tony Schiavone some money to leave the business. <laughs> That's right. And yeah. Tony said, I'll take Venmo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Schiavone is funny when people start hating on him. He's pretty good at comebacks. Yeah, it's like he's like quick with it too. Yeah. Um, this this match though, I I wasn't really expecting a lot because I haven't I don't think we've seen a lot of Roosh like uh, at least this type of match for him. No, I mean he's kind but, of like we're seeing him more and more ever since Andrade has like not been around. Yeah, I kind of like him actually better now. <laughs> no, he's good. I mean, and uh, he can he can talk a, like just as well as Andrade. 
I don't. Yeah. I feel like he didn't and, talk that much when Andrade was around, so like he really didn't know. Yeah. But Did the, you see also AW like during I guess the break parts, they would have sent Roosh out because it was a mainly Spanish speaking audience in El Paso, and he would be the one to hype them up and get them going. Mm. And they they apparently AW sees him as the next big uh, like Latino um, superstar. Yeah. Did um. I can't remember. Was the what was the crowd's reaction to Roosh compared to Danielson? Were they hyped from Roosh or did they boom like a heel? I mean, I think they still they cheered him, but they were definitely on Danielson's side. Like they were doing the the C uh, when Danielson oh. kept chopping and kicking him instead of yes. Um. So MJF attacked Danielson afterwards with the dynamite ring, and so MJF does arm bars now. Yeah, I guess that's his thing. <laughs> they need security to break it up, but I mean, he did an armbar to Takeshka, and he did an armbar to Danielson. Yeah. Was I mean, he trying to show like that he can do what Danielson like? Yeah, he... I mean, I guess it's kind of like his finisher because it's the the salt earth thing where he just bends the arm back. But I guess now he just works on the arm the entire match. Is his thing. Well, let's talk about this uh, main event. Um... <sighs> I, there's got to be a, a long-term plan for this. Cause I hope so. <laughs> everyone was shocked. All right. So we had uh, the Guns, Austin Colton Gunn versus the Acclaimed um, for the AEW Tag Team titles. During the match, a couple things. Uh, Colton ended up hitting Billy Gunn with the title in the head. I was thinking I was like, the, maybe like Billy was going to turn on the acclaim or something. Uh, it looked like that for a second. But no, Colton. But was, then, then you thought, and then Colton hits Billy, and you're like, oh, okay, never mind. Yeah, I, like, I think good. it's going to happen one day, though. <laughs> yeah, I feel like at some point it's going to turn back. If you were going to take the titles off, that should have been the way to do it. Is because Billy Gunn. Yeah. You know, turn on him, then it's like ah. Oh. Not because of how they did it. No. <laughs> oh, the ref in this match took a bump like he's a wrestler. <laughs> that was an amazing bump. <laughs> dude, that dude flew out of there. <laughs> Usually you just see him like fall like crappily and like yeah, grab their they head fall. and just like lay there dead. This dude went over the second rope, like yeah. hit the apron and then like flew out. <laughs> that was uh, amazing. But I was trying to remember when I was writing my notes. So they won though by um Anthony Bones had his head out of the ropes and got hit with the title as well. Yeah, so the ref made him back in, but he was facing the other way. And then, other way, um, and then they hit Anthony Bones pinning. Right? Yeah, he was pinning one of the gun guys, and then he kicked out, and then he went to the outside, like stuck his head out, he got hit with the title, and then they rolled him up. Yeah. And, man, I mean, I was shocked. The crowd was shocked. Jeremy was probably Dude, shot. They, they uh, zoomed in on this one guy and he just mouthed the words like, what the fuck? Yeah. That, <laughs> I mean, he, he basically said it for us all. Um, so I don't, I mean, they're the most over tag team in AW. Oh yeah. There's gotta be a Especially. good reason why they do it. Did this unless, unless, Unless like they have another match together, and that's when Billy Gunn turns. But I still say if Billy Gunn's going to turn, they should have. Should have been this. Like, one. is this a way for the feud to keep going until Billy turns? Like, I don't know. Yeah, it still doesn't make any sense that he would turn 
next time, I guess, unless he's like, oh, they don't have the titles anymore. But I don't, I don't know. That is that still doesn't make as good. I don't think sense. it's over, and we're just gonna have to wait. But man, I was, I was uh, shocked. I was shocked one yeah. when they beat FTR, but then when they beat the acclaimed oh, yeah. for the titles. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be one of those things where like another ref comes out and like, hey, no, they hit, they use the titles or whatever, and then they have to restart the match, and then the show just ended, and I was like, what? Like this is real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So that wraps up Dynamite. Like I said, I'm not going to talk about Rampage. I felt like there was nothing worth talking about. Jeremy, would you agree? Yeah, I mean, other than um, exactly. the Briscoe brother on there. <laughs> yeah. Well, cause it, so they, they set up something with uh, uh, Mark for this yeah. coming week. Yeah, on, on Dynamite, he has a match. Now. Against an old rival of his, Josh Woods. Yeah, that was basically it. Though. Yeah, um, and I believe we're going to hear from Adam Cole this week in an interview with Renee. Yeah, so that'll be good. Uh, but let's jump into SmackDown. Paul Heyman opened up the show. Um, he told the crowd, you know, Sami Zayn's not here tonight. Um, I mean, did anyone really believe that though? Anytime when they say that, I'm like, okay, they'll show up later then. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it was a. It, it wasn't the same kind of promo that Heyman did on Monday. Um, it was still good, but it didn't take too. I mean, he, he talked about Cody, right? I believe. I think he mm-hmm. talked about Cody and Sammy. Yeah. Um, but from behind. Sami Zayn comes in the ring again in a hoodie, and Paul Heyman turns around and is uh, shocked. <laughs> and, um, well, a couple of things that Heyman said. So he said, ever since Brock Lesnar and I conquered the Undertaker streak at WrestleMania, I don't issue predi- predictions, I issue spoilers. Um, well, I, I'm, I'm reading a couple of things. Some of them are... Um, from his his stuff from Cody saying that you know he didn't know the American dream raised an idiot. Um, <laughs> he said, yeah, so it's, I, I, "He said it's the reason for our existence. It's why we're here in WWE. It's the tribe of which Roman Reigns is the chi- in is the chief. Uh, without the titles, there's no island of relevancy." Um, I guess this is how they're going to extend the feud is just have Paul Heyman talking. I'm not mad at it. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I mean, he's really good at it, but it's just like funny. Cause I'm like, it's not, they're not going to have Sammy or Roman or, or like Cody, I guess go like face to face yet. Um, yeah. I mean, I, in my head, I keep being like, is it going to be like a triple threat at mania or like Sammy Cody? Yeah, and then Sammy would win. Poor Cody. I don't want to think about. It. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know, Paul seemed like he was scared, and Sammy was like, "If I wanted to hurt you, I could have. I would have already done it." Um. Yeah. But Sammy says things like, "You know what? Everyone else in the bloodline knows Paul Roman Reigns' days as the undisputed WWE Universal Champion are numbered." Um. 
you think Jimmy sides with his abusive cousin, or do you think he sides with his twin brother, whom he shared uh, the womb with? Um, he, he said, you look at him like the sun shines out of his ass, talking to Heyman. <laughs> uh, and, oh, yeah, so you wanted to let Paul know, uh, you said eight, eight nights from tonight at the Elimination Chamber. That is how many nights Roman Reigns has left. Um, he said, I think the final thing he told him was, hey, Paul, tell Roman he doesn't have to worry about Cody because I'm going to take him down. <laughs> that was a good line. Um, so, good way to open up the show. You know, you open it up with the most, one of, one of if not the most popular thing going on right now in WWE. I think the most, yeah. Yeah. Um, I still say... Kevin Owens is going to be someone involved in Montreal. I mean, he has to. Whether to save Sammy or help Sammy win. It's going to be one I mean, of those two. I don't think they're going to... I don't think they're going to they're let gonna take Sammy that, win. No. Yeah. But... Imagine Sammy getting beat down in Montreal and the crowd's booing the shit. And then Kevin Owens' music hits... They fucking love both those guys. Yeah. And they just go ape shit. And then they take out Roman and Solo because the Usos can't be there because of their DUIs. Because of DUIs. <laughs> I'm just saying, the crowd would go insane. Oh, yeah. Um, so it was... But then this part with Jimmy, though, or Jash, say, um, I don't know how they're going to make it into like a tag team title match then. Yeah, so, well, speaking of that, so, um, after that, Jimmy Uso, a couple times, is trying to get a hold of his brother, Jay. He hasn't heard from him still, um, which leads to their match against Braun Strowman and Ricochet, and it's the Usos versus them for the, uh, SmackDown titles, and they're about to announce, um, just Jimmy's name, and it's gonna be a handicap match, and then... Everyone turns and they see Jay coming out of the stands down to the ring. Um, I mean, crowd was hyped on it. Uh, yeah, that's a cool entrance. The winners, though, ended up being the Usos, as you know, I kind of thought they would. So that whole tag team tournament ended with just the Usos retaining. <laughs> uh, and then backstage, Jimmy asks Jay if he's in or out when it comes to the bloodline. He says, I don't know yet. And walks away, and Paul's like, comes up all like giggly. He's like, was that Jay? Like, it's like, did you not just fucking see our match, dude? That's yeah, what no. I, w- I would have said. Like, yeah. we were just on TV. Yes, he's here. Basically. <laughs> and he's like, what do you say? He's like, nothing. It's like, all right. Um, Sammy finds Jay in the parking garage. I love it when they do segments like this. Like, they're walking through trailers, and then, like, Sammy's comes up and he's like looking around like like there's not a camera like in front of them they act <laughs> yeah. like they're just literally like and I get it but it's just funny like yeah. when you take it out of context and you're just like oh yeah like they're pretending like no one's there and there's just like this camera just like what's up man yeah, it's like right in their face uh, so they're backstage it reminds, it reminds me of like the um was it the bring the pain game here comes the pain Video game. here comes the pain yeah um when like you could just walk around backstage yeah and you could find people like that. 
Yeah, so that's what I think of every time when I see one of those. I think that was the first time they like really like you could really do it like in the story mode, you know? Yeah, that you could like really do something like that. Um, yeah. It might have been shut your mouth is actually when they started doing it, which is oh, right before here yeah. comes the pain. But it's neither here nor there. Both great games. <laughs> Fucking those really got me into. I mean, I I played like Know Your Role and uh, Just Bring It, but like I really mm-hmm. started getting into it with like. Uh, shut your mouth, but especially here comes the pain, which had Brock on yeah, the front. Here comes cover. the pain. I, I think I played like for a straight year. First game with the elimination chamber, which was <laughs> yeah, so fun to play. Yeah. Um, all right, we're get, we're going off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Sam, yeah, Sammy finds Jay in the parking garage, and he says Jay secretly, uh, he knows Jay secretly wants to see Roman get taken down. I mean, if you remember before Jay like joined the Bloodline, he was wrestling against. Uh, Roman uh, during the pandemic yeah. era and when Jimmy was hurt and Roman kind of forced Jay, him it? to acknowledge him. Yeah, I mean, they had like a Hell in a Cell or like a, it was that or like, a, I think it was a Hell in a Cell, not a steel cage, but yeah. Uh, yeah, and like Jimmy had to come out and or like he started attacking Jimmy and Jimmy, Jay had to be like, I acknowledge you and like basically was kind of like yeah. his bitch for a little bit until he like actually came to his senses and like, you know, eventually was like, this is what I do. It's great storytelling to bring that back. Main event Jey Uso, man. <laughs> I'm glad they did something. I mean, most of the time when a tag team member gets hurt, like, nothing happens with them. And especially, like, at that time, Jimmy was the talker. Jay didn't do any talking. Really, yeah, that's like, right. Yeah. And then, like, the script completely changed. And everyone started to really, like, see that, oh, like, Jay can go on his own. He was actually he was like literally main event. Jay Uso was doing main events all the time against Edge, against Daniel Bryan. Yeah, like when they were feuding with him against Kevin Owens. That was crazy. Um, so yeah, he says he knows Jay secretly wants to see Roman get taken down, and Sammy says that he acknowledges Jay, not Roman. He acknowledges Jay Uso. I was like, Bravo storytelling. This whole yeah, this whole stuff is so good. Um, we had Ellie Knight backstage saying he's done with Bray Wyatt and he's looking towards the future. Good. I really hope he is because LA Knight is great. You, yeah, he's great, man. He's great. You know, what's funny is that like, we were worried about like, Oh, well someone's gonna have to lose. And it's like their first like main event match in a while, or at least for LA Knight. I don't think LA Knight like, looked or, uh, yeah, it made him look bad. I think that match made Bray Wyatt, in my eyes, look bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it did the opposite. I don't think it hurt. Yeah, I don't think it hurt uh, <laughs> LA Knight at all. I want to see LA Knight be on WrestleMania. Like, yeah, yeah. I have no idea what Bray Wyatt's doing now because he wasn't on the show, right? No. Yeah. So I. Apparently, there was some video of him and LA Knight once the cameras went off out in the ring. I didn't watch it. They don't have. They don't, why would they need to continue that feud? It's like Bray Wyatt beat him clean. Yeah, and then uh, Uncle Howdy jumped on him, and the fire came out, and what more? Jumped on him, jumped, elbow dropped him. <laughs> Completely missed them. <laughs> um, we had a Intercontinental Championship number one contenders match. I was surprised by this winner, but it was Carrying Cross versus Madcap Moss versus Santos Escobar versus Rey Mysterio. The winner is Madcap Moss. Um. Are they still calling him Madcap? I think so, right? Well, before it was Madcap, it was Riddick. 
Moss was his name for the little bit he was in NXT and then he came up. And then when he was with Corbin, he became Madcap. And I figured maybe they would change it once he's not with That's Corbin true. anymore. But yeah. um, I mean, that that one's not a horrible name. That one's all right. Well, they're really doing this whole thing with his real-life girlfriend, Emma. He was wearing gear that matches her gear. Yeah. Um, but Madcap ended up winning, so he's going to face Gunther. I don't think he's going to win. Definitely not going to win. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Yeah. And also... <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, uh, Karen Cross, I feel like does nothing now. Like he doesn't fit into anything. Dude, he lost to Rey Mysterio, and then it. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, the thing is, like about him, he looks the part. You know, doesn't he? Yeah, the entrance. The is entrance cool, is everything. great. He looks the wrestling, part. The wrestling so and, boring. Yeah, I think maybe that's part of the problem, or maybe it's the gimmick. Oh, look who's here. As we're watching Raw. I'm going to have to watch after we get off. Did he come out to his... Oh, he just walked out. I like how they're saving his... Um... And we're talking about Sami Zayn. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> watching... no, we're talking about Sami Zayn. We're watching Raw as it's on right now. I like how they're not playing his theme song yet. Because, you know, it's going to be a huge pop when he well, comes that was out. My, that was my next question to you, to you. is, Do you think they're going to play that... Um, is it the one that's like, have to. like his NXT yeah. song? I forget what because everyone's going to sing it, and it's going to like blow the roof off. Like for him, because I don't remember what his song was when he was doing like the conspiracy guy and faced Knoxville. Oh, I have no, yeah. I'm like, did he have an entrance? He did, but I don't. I, I just don't, don't remember what when he was dressed like fucking. Who's the leader of Cuba? Who's the leader of Cuba? <laughs> Fidel Castro. Yeah, Castro. He was. He was wearing the green jacket and the green, like, Castro hat. He was, yeah. <laughs> I, I, that's how I looked at it. It was the Castro gimmick. Yeah, <laughs> the Castro gimmick. Um, I don't even know who's coming out right now. I don't... God. Oh. Oh, okay. I don't. I, I haven't muted. If I just had the the song, I would. <laughs> this is interesting. Okay, I really want to watch this. Yeah. Um, now I can't watch it now. Yeah. Um, I'm getting distracted. I got this recorded, so I'm gonna go back and. But interesting stuff, guys. Yeah, if you're listening for this Monday's, uh, raw. Um, so the show ended with, I believe. Well, maybe it didn't end this way. No. Yeah, the main event was the Fatal 4-Way, but it went off the air with this segment of Heyman and yeah. Jimmy backstage. Uh, so Heyman, Jimmy, Uso are backstage, and he tells Heyman, Roman wants the Usos to stay home next week because, quote-unquote, sometimes you see things on TV that you don't see live. All right. so like Sammy talking to Jay? I think so. <laughs> but... Did y'all, is it also an excuse because they can't get into Canada? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's one of the reasons. <laughs> you know? Um, so, that, that's how I kind of saw it, but... Yeah, I mean, that's a good, that's a good like, reason to come up with mm -hmm. for why I can't make it. Um, so, let's finish off, like I said, with... So, that wraps up SmackDown. I wanted to finish off with Elimination Chamber predictions. So, I'm going to go from... Bottom of the card up, basically. Yeah. So I'll start with the rumored match, which might be confirmed tonight on Monday Night Raw, but I hope it is. a six-woman tag match 
Trish Stratus, Lita, and Becky versus Damage Control. It wouldn't make sense when there's three members of Damage Control unless Dakota Kai stays injured with the crutches. Yeah. And it could be two on two. But yeah. Trish, is, way, Trish is from Canada. Yeah. I was going to say either way, I don't see Damage Control winning. Or they book it as a two on two and then they surprise everyone with Trish coming out and becomes a three on three. Yeah, I mean, I would have said, because if this was Vince booking it, I would say Damage Control's winning because he hates people winning in their hometowns. And that I don't never understand that reasoning. Well, same but, as I definitely wouldn't win. Yeah, yeah. But I'm going to say Becky Lynch and Lita and Trish, Trish I, Travis. I'm going to agree with you. Um, singles match, Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley. I mean, this one's actually kind of hard. Cause I'm like, Doesn't Bobby have a win over Brock? Does he? I mean, I was going to say Brock either way, but it's almost like he doesn't need this win. No, Brock. Brock, Brock is such an attraction. You're right. Like, he doesn't yeah. quit. I mean, to push, I still think he's gonna win. to push forward. Yeah, I'd say Brock wins this one, and I wouldn't be surprised if they do a final one at WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. uh, all right, mixed tag team match. Edge and Beth versus... Uh, Finn and Rhea, two Canadians. I say Finn yeah. and Rhea are going to win, though. Really? Rhea needs the momentum, do you think, going forward uh, to Mania? Yeah. And then maybe we do get the rumored match that was supposed to happen, which is Edge and Finn Hell in a Cell at Mania. That's... I hope that and happens. And then Edge though. goes over. Yeah. That's a good point. Let's just say whoever wins this out of the Edge and Finn part is losing at Mania. Yeah. But Edge I lost know. the last one at Extreme Rules, so I'm like... Uh, see, now you're talking me into Finn and Rhea are going to win, so <laughs> I'm going to go with it. I'm going Finn and Rhea, I think. Yeah. Um, so, the Elimination Chamber to determine the number one contender spot for Bianca Belair's Raw Women's Championship. We have Raquel Rodriguez, Liv Morgan, Nikki Cross, Asuka... Natalia, who's from Canada, and Carmella. I will say, please God, no, no Carmella. They faced each other so many times during Bianca's first run, and it was awful. <laughs> All right? Bianca could not save it. Natalia's in there just, just for, for the, the Canada. Pop. Yeah. Nikki, I don't see facing Bianca at Mania. I really want Asuka to win, and I feel like she's the most Me credible. Too. This run of Asuka is the most credible to win. The way that they're pushing her right now. And I want she... Asuka to win the title on Mania too. Sorry. Did you know yeah. Bianca has had the title since last year's Mania? I did not know it had been. Oh. She, I didn't realize she that. beat Becky. Yeah, that's right. So wow. I think she's going to lose it. I kind of hope so now. Like Asuka, this, they book her this way. Asuka should definitely easily win. Not easily, but just win this and then go on and win at Mania. Yeah, I just I don't I don't see a reason for Bianca to win. Like she had had it for literally a year. Awesome run, great. Yeah. She had a good run, but I want yeah. th this version of Oscar to. I like this version of Oscar and the original version that we had at NXT and when she first mm -hmm. came up and won the Rumble, when she was still yeah. like unbeatable. Yeah, this one, this one kind of looks like that. Like she could just like kill anyone. 
Yeah, like the fear is back in people of of Oscar. Yeah, as it should. So I'm gonna go. Oscar's my pick. Yeah, me too. Raquel would be like a second pick, but she would be a surprise. I think. Yeah. Um. See, elimination chamber for the United States Championship. So this is for it. We have the champion Austin Theory, Seth freaking Rollins, Johnny Gargano, Bronson Reed, Montez Ford, Damian Priest. I'm going Austin Theory retains, get a little more heat on him, but then loses it at Mania, and I don't know to who. That's a good one. I was going to say, so either if Austin Theory doesn't win, it's going to either be... Reese was my second choice, but... Yeah, I was going to say Seth Rollins or Damon Priest. But... It's not going to be Gargano. It's not going to be Bronson. Montez Ford, we already said. Yeah, it's not him. But it's like, I if mean, it is uh, Seth, why is it going back and forth between fucking Seth and... Yeah, but I mean, like, Seth, like, I feel like he needs something. Well, like, he, is... I mean, well, I guess he doesn't really need something, but... Like, if Theory he loses, like... he's just going to face Seth at Mania, which we've seen a million times. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, Theory I... kind of has to win and then face someone at Mania. Yeah. I got. I mean, see, like, I guess you're right. Sorry, Booker Andy, man, get your t-shirts now. Uh, I'm going. I'm going. Austin Theory retains. He gets a big old. Yeah. Deal. Yeah, I mean, because there's no one else. But we know that's Austin not Theory. the main event of the show. And the main event of so you're going with Austin Theory. Yeah. Main event of the show is undisputed WWE Universal Championship match: Roman Reigns versus Sami Zayn. I think we already decided Roman Reigns is going to win. But yeah. something's gonna happen with. In my, I'm saying <laughs> something's gonna. Ha- I'm saying something's gonna happen with Kevin Owens being involved. Yeah, and so, I, st- I still yeah, think Ro- it goes Roman... Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn for the titles at Mania. Yeah, I was gonna say so. Roman winning, I think that's like the the obvious one. Um, but yeah, and then he keeps beating down Sammy. And see, like Solo like, destroying him. Like I'm talking, yeah. beat down. <laughs> yeah. Like Roman might not be yeah. touching Sammy. He's just ordering Solo to like, yeah, beat him up. yeah. And then Kevin Owens comes out, and then those two are together. And then I don't. Know, I think like if they do the title, the tag team match at Mania, I feel like Jay might then turn. And then that's why they drop titles. he just walks, yeah, that's why they drop titles. But it's got to be for yeah. both. I'm sick of them putting up one on Raw. Yeah, Raw, it has to be for both. Um, also, Roman's titles have to be for both, I feel like. Yeah, I think they already said that. Because, I mean, like, Cody's going like like the one-winged... Was it? I really hope you were going to say one-winged angel. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> I was like, that no, wait a minute, that's not it. <laughs> like, Kenny Omega's finisher. No, no, the winged eagle. <laughs> that's right classic yeah. winged eagle the one that like his father would have won i think that's yeah. like the whole thing plus it's probably the one he grew up with seeing all the time yeah i mean i could use yeah. a change besides all these belts looking alike oh yeah these just different colors i hate different. the new designs they're all the same just different strap color different you know plate color yeah that's all it is so that's why they can send it out to like someone like Patrick Mahomes, who wins the Super Bowl, and they, they just like why? copy and paste it. Why? It's probably part of it, but like, we can send this anyway. Yeah. 
Like, look at this giant W logo on his shoulder. Um, but we'll find out how close we were with predictions. If you listen to our episode we record next week, we'll talk about how close we were with these predictions. Um, Jeremy, do you have anything else to add? Or we can... Um, that's it. I mean, I don't have, like, uh, you know... A show of the week to watch. I was, like you know, I was thinking of one. I was trying to, but this is my problem. I can't. Tim remembers <laughs> what he said. I do not. Yeah. And I have, well, I have here. ones that I'm like, I'm like, oh, like I, th- I thought that was like a really cool one. So, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna throw out. Yeah, you throw one out, and then next week we'll, we'll be like Tim, if he already said it or not. I'm gonna throw out. I think. Give me a second, guys. It will only t- <laughs> I think it's Bad Blood. Two thousand and three. I remember that one being really good. Bad Blood two thousand three. I'm trying to get some of the matches because Tim always reads through the matches. Sorry, you guys. This is my first rodeo. The main event, though. Yes, this is a Triple H versus Kevin Ash in a Hell in a Cell. Yeah. With Mick Foley as special guest referee. Um, before that, you have Stone Cold versus Eric Bischoff in a redneck triathlon. <laughs> this is when they're both, uh, like, they're both running raw. Yeah. Uh, Ric Flair versus Shawn Michaels. This is way before when Shawn Michaels ends his, uh, career at Mania. Uh, Goldberg versus Chris Jericho. Booker T versus Christian. Um... Law Resistance versus Kane and Rob Van Dam, just to name a few. Scott Steiner's on there. Dudley Boys are on the card, so I remember yeah, I just really liked I, I really liked the main event, Triple H versus Kevin Nash. I thought the storyline yeah. was really cool back when they had really cool like video packages. I remember the oh, I love the, those packages. The yeah. one for this was was pretty cool. Um so I, I know Tim has not done any bad bloods, I wanna say. So go watch that. I don't remember those. I would say go watch that show, guys. Um, and if I'm wrong, then Tim will let me know. Well, then Tim will let us know next week. <laughs> um, but find us on all social media by looking up at the PW Fan, where we kindly ask you to like, subscribe, leave a review. All those things help us out so much. Um, thank you so much for joining us. We can't wait to be back next week. I'm sure Tim will be back with us. Um, And we'll be back to talk all things pro wrestling with you, the fans. So, bye-bye.